Welcome to Get Godly With It, a podcast that will guide you into taking both of your feet out of the world and bringing them into the Word to help you live out the freedom of a biblical lifestyle and walk out the calling God has over your life. This is your host, Kathy Dooley. Let's get rolling and get godly with it. What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome to or back to Get Godly With It. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that we're filming another episode. Um, My nose is a little bit stuffed today. I literally think that in like a couple episodes ago, I was sick. Um, I don't know. My allergies this season have just been something else. Like I've never experienced allergies like I'm experiencing this year. Um, so my nose is a little bit stuffed, but it's okay. Bear with me. I know that we could still get through this podcast. We could still, um, get through all the, the whole topic because I don't lean on my own strength, but I lean on the strength of God. So today's topic, it's an exciting topic. Listen to God and let it go. I don't know where you guys are in your life, but I always know that God is like, leave that thing behind, leave that job behind, leave that relationship behind because sometimes some things that we have in our lives are actually stumping our maturity and growth with Christ. But like every other episode, we're going to start with a piece of good news. And so I have really exciting news today. I was so shocked by how God worked through me yesterday and like used me as a vessel. It was pretty amazing. So I went to the gym for the first time yesterday. Yes, I got a gym membership. I literally lost so much weight like two, three, four, this was like five years ago that I went to the gym and I was so snatched guys. But over the last couple of years, I just have not been at the gym. So I finally went back. But the good piece of news is this, that it was my first day and I witnessed this girl crying. And my heart just immediately was like, oh my gosh, I need to pray for her. I need to pray for her. And I was like, God, like seriously, God, there is no way you're going to call me to pray for someone in a gym right now. Like there's absolutely no way. And so I was like, okay, God, like if this really is from you, I pray that you just open an opportunity for me to be able to pray for her. And by God's grace, we ended up on the mats at the same time. So I was like, okay, God, give me the courage. He gave me the word for Isaiah 41.10 over um, a situation that she was going through. And so I walked right up to her and I was like, hey, I'm Kathy. I saw you crying. I just really felt like God placed on my heart to pray for you. I'm Christian. And she starts bawling her eyes out because this girl was Christian too. And so I got the opportunity to hear about what was going on in her life. God used one of his daughters to speak to another one of his daughters. I prayed for her in the middle of the gym. So I don't know what seeds were sown just through that praying. Um, but it was incredible and that's what it literally means to, to walk in obedience to Christ. So when God is like, okay, this person needs help, go help them. (laughs) You're not sitting there like, no, I'm not going to help them, but you get up and you go and you help this person. And I know how like, 
I know how scary it is and I know that it's like intimidating but honestly just continue to pray and be like Lord be my strength be my courage be my boldness and God will actually get you up there and like we've just become so scared to talk to people like walking up to someone and being like hey my name is blank 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 but like we're all humans it's really not that bad but that's my piece of good news and honestly if you guys have a piece of good news share it in my dms or share it on your stories you know that i say this so that way we can have our audience our followers encouraged by something that god has done in our lives so be the witness and testimony to what you have heard and seen about christ even on your social medias But I'm going to begin this episode. Don't forget to review this podcast and uh, give a rating because honestly it means so much and I'm pretty sure it could like bump me up if I get reviews and ratings. And so it's a free way of just supporting me and I would feel so blessed if you guys left a review or a rating. I have all of my Instagrams and YouTubes and all that shebang linked in the description bio whatever it's called for podcasts down below. So go ahead and and subscribe. Go ahead and follow me. Go ahead and join my Facebook group. I would love to have you in all the places and I would love to become best friends. I love making friends. And so if that's something you're interested in, feel free to send me a DM. Anyways, let's get into today's topic, shall we? So basically over the last week or so, Um, I have just been really diving into my flesh. I'm not going to lie. Like I could feel God placing convictions on my heart and being like, you need to let this go. You need to stop this. You need to let it go. And rather than listening, I'm listening to my flesh. And then after, after whatever happens, like I end up just feeling crappy. I end up feeling like why just didn't I listen to God the first time? And this just reminds me of Romans. I think it's seven where Paul is like, I know what I'm not supposed to do. I know I'm not supposed to do it, but I do it anyways. It's as if I can't stop doing it. And I totally relate to that. And I totally can feel him when he says, I know what I'm not supposed to do, but I do it anyways. Because sometimes in some things that God calls me and us and like you, the listener, to what he calls us to let go of or what he calls us to stop sometimes is a lot harder than other things you know like god was like let go of smoking weed and literally within like a month of being saved i stopped smoking weed it used to give me anxiety to begin with and it was just something i used to do to like satisfy my boredom but like that was really easy to let go of but then there are certain things where i'm weaker and i'm like not as strong to let go of them because i'm also scared of like the possibility of stopping it and what's going to come after that, if you know what I mean. Um, So anyways, so I feel that this is something that everyone goes through. I know that we all have different things that God calls us to let go of or different things that God calls us to stop that are harder to let go of than others. For some of you, it might be a job that he is calling you to leave. But in your mind, you're like, I don't want to leave this job because I don't know how I'm going to make money to pay my next bill because I haven't saved anything. And so you're lacking trust in God of leaving that job. Or sometimes God calls us to leave a relationship or tells us to stop talking to a guy or woman. And we're sitting there like, but God, who else is going to love me the way this person loves? me or who else is going to come um in the future like i don't trust myself being alone or some some of us god asks us to give us money to the poor 
and we're sitting there saying, oh yeah, we have so much money. And then until God says, okay, go give all of your money to the poor, then you're like, wait, I don't want to give it. I don't have that much money. I don't know where the rest of the money is going to come from. And so we're not sure at that point if we're surrendering our whole lives to Christ. You know, when we're first saved, we're like, Jesus, I give you my whole life. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. I give you my soul. There's a verse that says, I love you, God, with all of my heart. I love you with all of my soul. I love you with all of my mind. And I love you with all of my strength. Until God is like, okay, let that thing go. If you love me so much, let it go. And honestly, it's just a reality of sometimes how our relationships with God go. Then we start to get discouraged. Then we don't want to listen to him anymore. But I know that God put this topic on my heart because I know it needs to be talked about. Like, this is not something we should be doing. We shouldn't be battling and questioning why God is calling us to do something or why God is calling us to let something go. Because as believers, we are called to to we are called to give up your own way take up your cross and follow me to be jesus's followers and this is in matthew 16 26 he tells us we have to give up our own way and i know sometimes we think that we might know better so we stay at the job or we think that we might have this might be the best relationship we're ever going to be in so we stay with the guy or the girl or this might be the most money i ever have so we don't give the money to the poor but god doesn't say to follow him only until he calls us to do something that is like scary to us he says to pick up our to give up our own way always to take up the cross always and follow christ always and this is how you are jesus's follower god doesn't tell us to release things to harm us but he tells us because he has something better because he knows the outcome that this one thing will have over your heart he knows if this one thing is getting in the way of your relationship with him or getting in the way of of who you're supposed to be like for example let's say you're in a job that's making you work 20 hours a day and it's like you only get to have an hour a day with god and it's like God maybe will be like, I just want to spend more time with you and I want to mature your faith. So can you just let it go for me? We never know what the outcome of letting go of something or being obedient to God might be. I know, and I know whatever you're struggling with probably feels better in the moment than to listen to what God is telling you to do. Probably feels better to go to that job and make money. It probably feels better to go to that relationship and receive love from there than like being single and being like, okay, God, where's my boo at? You know? And I know how hard it is to pray in the middle of these temptations or in the middle of when God is telling us to do something or in the middle of, Um, something that God is calling us to do and the enemy will always place certain situations or like thoughts into our mind because he knows what's going to tempt us you know God knows us the best but the enemy also is very sneaky and he's very smart and the enemy knows about things we've done before we were saved he knows about things that we've done after we were saved he knows the transformation God has done in our life he even knows the book of the bible front and back right and God calls us to not go back to our old ways of living and when I say that in this context I mean in the sense that like if God is like okay like go of that job like go of that relationship he means don't go back to your old way of not listening to him don't go back to your old way of not doing what he's calling you to do because you think you know better because when we tend to not do what God is calling us to do then it makes us seem prideful because we're like okay we know better than God second it then um 
it shows that we don't trust in God because we trust in what we think we know rather than what God has for us or why he's calling us to do something. And it just keeps us stuck. It keeps us from growing and it doesn't build us on a firm foundation. When you're not doing something that God is calling you to do or walking in the way of the way that God is calling you to walk, you're not on the precious cornerstone that is Jesus. And 1 Peter 1, 14 to 16 says, so you must live as God's obedient children. Let's just stop there real quick before we keep going. But it says we have to live as God's obedient children. So that means even if you don't like what he is calling you to in that moment, even if you don't agree what he is asking you to do in that moment, we are still called we are still called to be obedient children like this is living in the new creation that god has made us so going back to the verse it says don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires you didn't know any better then but now you must be holy in everything you do just as god who chose you is holy for the scriptures say you must be holy because i am holy So we have to fight this temptation of staying where we want to stay because we think we know better. We have to to fight this temptation of staying in that relationship that's satisfying our physical needs or satisfying some emotional need that God could be satisfying. Um, What did I say? Honestly, I just lost my train of thought. But anyways, we have to give up our old ways of living. We have to give up our old ways of satisfying our own desires because God doesn't call us to be obedient until it's hard or God doesn't call us to be obedient until he asks us to leave something that we really care about. He asks us to be holy because he is holy. And when God is calling us to do something, when he's telling us to stop that lustful sin, when he's telling us to let go of that job, when he's calling us to let go of that relationship, when he's calling us to stop being selfish, it's not because he's trying to be like, okay, like don't do that anymore for our own harm, but it's because he's holy. And when you are saved, you begin the sanctification process, meaning that you are being stripped of things that are not making you holy and you are becoming more holy like Jesus is holy. So God, when God tells us to let go of a sin or a person or a job, we have to obey. It literally just said in this verse, uh, don't slip back into your old ways of living and your old ways of living were being disobedient to God to satisfy your own desires and he says you must live as God's obedient children again that was first Peter 1 14 to 16 and so when God tells us to let go of a sin a person a job we have to obey because we are no longer called to pursue our own sinful desires and passions in galatians 5 16 to 17 it says so i say let the holy spirit guide your lives then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves the sinful nature wants to do evil which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants and the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires these two forces are constantly fighting each other so you are not free to carry out your good intentions so this being said a lot of times when god will call us to do something or god is like okay guys I'm just going to keep using the example of leave your job, leave that relationship, stop that lustful desire. That I'm just going to keep using those examples because they're very common examples. Um, when God tells us to do something and our hearts are not in a place of agreeing, our flesh and the spirit is at war within us. Sometimes this war is worse than the war in other times. For example, maybe a sin that you struggle with a lot is lust, but not as much smoking 
cigarettes so like it's not as hard for you to stop smoking cigarettes so your flesh and your spirit are not attacking each other in that place because your spirit is overpowering the flesh but maybe you dabble with lust a lot more and so you're sitting there and you're about to be really lustful and you're like fighting with your flesh and your spirit to be like okay I need to stop this lust but I want to be lustful I need to stop it but I want to be lustful and it's hard and it's hard and it creates a grievance and it creates a a feeling of weakness within us but thank gosh our God is so good because we can allow the Holy Spirit to guide our lives. Like it said in Galatians 5, 16, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So if we are allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us, the Holy Spirit is always going to overpower what our flesh wants us to do. We can't stop ourselves from our sin, but the Holy Spirit can. When we can't leave the job or the relationship, the Holy Spirit in us can. The Holy Spirit desires the things of God and your flesh desires the things of the world. And it's crazy because once you're saved, you start to desire more and more of the things that God starts to desire. You start to desire marriage. You start to desire a... um, job that glorifies him you start to desire a relationship that's going to glorify him that's going to lead you closer to him and so the way that you can be guided by the spirit is by getting in your word is by praying is by in the minute that uh, you feel the temptation coming up or in the minute you feel that your flesh is trying to fight you on what God is calling you to do you you get into prayer and you use the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and you start to combat these temptations You start to combat these thoughts. You start to combat these doubts that are basically making you feel like if I listen to God, then things are not going to go my way. Or if I listen to God, then it's going to look differently than it is now. And, And placing these lack of trust thoughts in your mind, you have to combat them with Jesus. And I know it's really hard sometimes to be in a situation where you're about to sin or like... You're about to go to that thing that God's telling you to not go to. And you just can't feel it in your heart to pray or you can't feel it in your flesh to to get into the word. Or sometimes, sometimes I notice this when I'm like about to sin. I will notice this, that in my mind, I will start to hear the thoughts, pray, 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 get on your knees, pray, get up, pray do this, like repeat this verse. And like, sometimes it's hard to even just pray. It's hard to even just be like, Holy Spirit, help me. Because the enemy knows what to tempt us with. The enemy knows what is going to gratify our flesh. The enemy knows what we would prefer to do than read the Bible. The enemy knows where we used to find our joy, etc., etc., And so obviously the enemy is not going to make it easy for a child of God to get into prayer in the midst of temptation. But I saw this encouraging word yesterday, no, two days ago, and it was from Kirby is a boss on Instagram. She's an influencer. She's a YouTube. She's like pretty biblically, she is biblically rooted. And I just, I really like her as a woman of God. And I saw an IGTV that she had recently 
And I just knew it came straight from God because I was being weak in letting go of what God was asking me to let go of because I didn't want the pain of having to do it. Um, I'm not going to go into details about what it is precisely because um, I feel like that's something that's not healed in my heart yet. But basically, God was just like, Kathy, like you need to let this go. You need to trust me in this area of your life. And and I know I felt the conviction and I knew that this is something I have to do. This is something I have to let go of. These are conversations I have to have. But my heart is like, I just don't want to do it because it sucks to have to do this. And it sucks to, to have to get the courage and the strength to do this when I don't know what's going to happen on the other side. And so that morning I was actually praying about it. This was literally two days ago. So today is Tuesday. So it was on Sunday before I was going to work and I was just praying and I was like, God, like I know what I have to do. I just need your help to do it. And so I opened up my Instagram and there's an IGTV and she was talking about Hebrews 2.18 and it says, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Like that's so interesting, you know, like God is able to understand our suffering. He's able to understand our pain because he went through it. He went through temptation. You know the story of when he got baptized and he went into the forest and he was tempted. He had to get up on that cross and and just endure, endorse and endure in so much pain, you know, on that cross. And so he gets it. He gets what we're going through. And so she was mentioning how Jesus can relate to the things we go through and how he understands what we go through. And although he may not go through the exact same situation that we're going through or that we've gone through, the roots are the same. Tempta- uh, temptation, battling flesh and spirit, doubt, um, all the shebangs, the roots of the things that we feel. Excuse me. And so a lot of times, like, we might think that we're too weak to do something that God is calling us to. We might think that we're too weak to say no to the sin, too weak to say no to the guy, too weak to say no to the girl, too weak to leave that job. But it's like we're giving up our own way, not on our own. You know, we're giving up our own way with a God who gets it, with a God who understands it. With a God who, when he says, do not fear because I am with you, he is literally with us and understanding what we are going through. And so after watching this IGTV, I think the next day, I think honestly when I got home, I just just fell into this again and fell into what he was telling me not to do and fell into the desires of my flesh and the des- the passions of my flesh how they're supposed to be nailed to the cross and it's a verse i'm going to share with us later actually i'll share it with us now since it's coming up now i think that i i should speak it now and it's galatians 5:24 and then it says those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there so in this moment i wanted to go into my passions and my desires but this verse galatians 5:24 it says if you belong to Jesus your own desires your own passions have already been nailed to the cross they have been crucified with him and when he rose from when he resurrected from the dead and you became a new creation all your passions and your desires that you used to 
love and used to feel joy from, they got nailed to the to the cross too. And this is something we have to remember that the word is true and that if God says that this is oh guys my camera died again what is no i think it just took up all the storage so i feel for the people who will be watching on youtube because they're only gonna get like 30 minutes of it not even like 25 minutes and then it's gonna shut off on them but we'll just redirect them here every single youtube video i'll just redirect them to the podcast after if they're interested but anyways what was i saying so if the word is true, this is something that we have to remember that like, that it's true, you know, this is something that we have to engrave in our hearts, like in those moments when we're trying to gratify our flesh being like, no, these passions and desires, they have already been crucified on the cross with Jesus. And you need to keep saying it until you believe it, until you can live in that place of knowing that your passions and your desires have died on the cross with Jesus and they were crucified there. Because if we walk not believing wholeheartedly this truth that is in the Bible, then we will really, really be wounded by the doubt that fills our mind and we will be wounded wounded by the by the inability to have full faith in what God is calling us to do so anyways so after work or like literally yesterday when I fell into the temptation I prayed and I prayed because I always just right after sinning like I want to go straight to God because I do not want to create distance between me and God because like then the enemy has a hold on it and that's just no bueno for anyone. So I encourage you if you do sin, if you're going through something, one, take it to God and then take it to community because once it's out in the light of community, you will see that like you will get lots of words of encouragement back. So anyway, so I was praying and God reminded me of the verse, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. And it's really funny because the way God speaks to me sometimes is that while I'm praying, he will remind me of a verse that like I don't even remember at all. And I'll get this nudge, this like feeling that I have to open up where the verse is and get the context of what's being said. So this verse was in Matthew 26, 36 to 4. 36 to 4. Oh, to 40. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. So it says, then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane and he said sit here while I go over there to pray he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons James and John and he became anguished and distressed he told them my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death stay here and keep watch with me he went on a little farther and bowed with his face to the ground praying my father if it is possible let this cup of suffering be taken away from me yet i want your will to be done not mine then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep he said to peter couldn't you watch with me even one hour keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation for the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak this literally goes hand in hand to what Kirby as a boss was talking about on her on her IGTV. It talks about how Jesus gets it. There's so much here that like God opened my eyes to. Jesus was suffering to do the will of God. He was suffering before getting on that cross. He was suffering and uh, it says that he became anguished and distressed. 
how many times are you like tempted to do a sin and you could feel the voice going like just pray just pray just pray and you're like i just i can't do it like it's a suffering to to say no to the sin and to go and and pray right like like Sometimes we suffer to do the will of God. Sometimes we get distressed when God is calling us to say no to something. And Jesus was suffering and felt anguished and distressed to do the will of God just as we do. Jesus knew that he had to go to his father and confront him about the struggle to receive strength to do so. And he did that. And so many times or sometimes we will go and we'll pray and then we sit there going, but Jesus doesn't get what I'm going through so he can't give us strength but he does it says in this verse that he went through the pain and the suffering the anguish that we went through and even though Jesus asked for this to be taken from him dying on the cross he said to God your will be done over mine how many times do we just complain to God and we're just like God can you just like any other way please just any other way can I just not break up with this guy can I just stay in this job and just start ministering to people about you to make it about you but then we give in to God's way anyways you know Jesus was like please take this from me if you can but if not I'll do it and that's a hard posture that we have to have that if God does not want to like tell us okay stay in the relationship or if God's not like okay leave stay in that job we have to do his will we have to lean on the strength of Jesus to do his will and so this just speaks to me so much that Jesus understands how hard it is for us to let go of things or stop sins to do God's will because he went through it he had to talk to God about it he had to let God into his suffering and Jesus did it he didn't back down His love was greater than following what he wanted and Jesus did it. Our love and fear of God has to be greater than our love of that sin. And if you love the sin greater than you love God, it's time to do a heart check. It's time to ask God to purify that in your heart and to change that in your heart and have your heart hate what he hates and love what he he loves. Because if something is more important to you than Jesus, but you're saying that the love of your life is Jesus, we got to get it right in our hearts. So let this, this podcast episode, let these verses speak to you that God knows how hard this is for us, that God can relate to what we're feeling, that God can relate to what we're going through. But he also knows that his love and his way are greater than ours. And that he will give us the strength to do it. He will let the Holy Spirit guide us. And he has already taken away your old sinful nature and crucified it on the cross. And that's a blessing. Because we no longer have to live as slaves to sin, but as children of God. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you so much that you can guide our lives. Thank you so much that you can guide us out of doing the things of the flesh and into doing the things of God's will. We pray, Jesus, that you would give us strength to let go of the things that you are calling us to let go of. And you would give us the boldness and courage to act on the will that God is calling us to act on. We pray, Holy Spirit, to thank you that our old ways, our old passions, our old desires of the flesh have been crucified on your cross and that we were risen with you as new creation in 
Jesus Christ. God, we thank you that you that you gave up your suffering, you gave up your anguish to do the will of the Lord and die on that cross for us so that we can be in relationship with you, so we can have trust in knowing that we are not going through these trials and sufferings by ourselves, but with someone who gets it. So Lord, I pray that you would just have mercy over every single listener, that they would understand your words spoken through this podcast and they would live by them. They would live by your words, your truth, and God, that we would be strong enough to not give in to temptation, but give in to what you call us to give in to. We love you so much, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I love having you guys here. Your company is amazing. I will see you guys next week. So let's get godly with it. Bye.